Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay TV and Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful day. As you guys see from the title, today we're talking about Command the Circumstance. And we're coming from the book of Jonah, chapter 2, verses 1 through 10. So grab your journals. But before we get into today's episode, I know y'all like, girl, where you been? And let me tell y'all, because I've been seeing the comments in the DMs. Y'all got so spoiled in the month of September. Y'all got so used to me doing podcast episodes every day that y'all forgot that podcast day is Mondays. Did y'all forget? We do podcasts on Mondays, doing it every day for the rest of the year. Y'all, can I recharge? Can I spend some time with the Lord on my own? Okay, I'm just a little vessel. That's all I am. It's a vessel, but I missed y'all too. And I'm going to tell y'all where I've been. I mean, even though last week y'all got y'all episode and now we're in another week, I know y'all was expecting more because y'all just spoiled at this point. But I do want to share with y'all where I have been or what I've been doing since I wasn't doing an episode every day. So last week, I think, I don't remember what day I posted the TikTok, but I posted the TikTok and I was talking about godly friends. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's nothing better than having a godly friend. And they sending you a sermon, you sending them a sermon, and then y'all got the same confirmation. And it's like, God said that to you. He said that to me too. Like, I was just so, I don't know. Like, I'm just so thankful for my friends. And I just made a TikTok out of it. Like, you could see the excitement. I'm like banging on the table. Like, oh my God, this is so good. Because me and my best friend was having a conversation that morning. And that's when it was happening. I'm just like, gosh, this is so good. So with me making that TikTok, the TikTok went viral. And I think at this point it has like 200,000 plays on TikTok. But what I noticed in the TikTok comments is that there are so many people talking about they don't have godly friends. And y'all, honestly, it's low-key, like break, not even low-key, high-key breaking my heart because so many people are like, oh, must be nice. Like, I'm praying for this. And somebody's like, I'm trying to see what that'd be like. Like, I've been praying and asking for this and I haven't received it yet. And like, I'm just looking at the comments. Like, and then it, like, it's, it's turning into a beautiful thing though at the same time because it's like people in the comments like, I'm in Dallas. Anybody in this area want to link up? I'm in Houston. Anybody in this area want to link up? And then there's other people like me. I'm here. Like, you know, we can link up together. So it's 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 almost like a little community in the comments. So I'm excited about that. But there's more people in the comments saying that they don't have godly friends. They're saying they're praying for that and they want that. And as I'm receiving all of the notifications, looking at the comments, I'm just like, God, you're not allowing me to see this for no reason. Like, I I can't just see these people in these comments and then it's just like, oh, not my problem. Like, not my problem. I already have my friends. So last week I prayed because like I said, every day I'm seeing the comments and it's like weighing on me. So I prayed and I was just like, God, if I'm supposed to have like a Bible study or some type of event for other people to meet godly friends or simply be around me and my godly friends, like I need you to show me a sign. I need you to show me some type of confirmation because I can't do it with my own strength or on my own will. Like it has to be in alignment with what you want. So I prayed for that last week. I was praying on that all last week and just spending time in God's presence. So I got the confirmation this morning before I did this podcast, I was in his presence in my word and I got the confirmation this morning. I actually reached out to a vendor that I had an event at in 2020, but like the number that I called wasn't working and I checked their Instagram page and they haven't posted since 2020. So I don't know, they might not be open. I'm like, dang, cause I was definitely just going to go back there. 
So now I'm looking for an event space, but I already have the date. The date is going to be 11-11, okay? Bay night on 11-11, and it's for my Broward slash Miami Bay. So if you're in Broward or Miami, this is going to be a Bay Bible study girls night for you on 11-11. But now I'm looking for a venue or looking for some type of event space. So if you're in the Broward or Miami area and you know an event space that I can reach out to to lock in the day or to see or to see if they have the day available, let me know because that's really all I'm looking for now is the event space. I did send an email to my old event space, but I'm waiting on them to reach back out to me. Hopefully they do because the Instagram page ain't up to date or nothing. But other than that, it's going to be 11-11. Um, I didn't create the Eventbrite link as of yet, so it's not going to be in the description and that's only because I don't know how much to charge for this bay night because I don't know how much the venue is going to be or what the venue people are going to say I need to do. So that's the only thing that we're waiting on. But yes, 11-11. Okay, 11-11 God, please. <laughs> I feel like it's the perfect date and there's so many people in the comments praying for godly friends. So I don't know. I feel like it's such a cute theme already. So it's 11-11 bay night and it's going to be a Bible study and an interactive workshop. If you ever came to one of my events, you already know. Like we're going to have interactive discussions, different workshops it's going to be um a vendor with food there and we're just going to have a good time and this is the godly friends godly community that so many people want that i am blessed to have i can't wait to share it with you guys and i'm also thinking about doing one in orlando but you know we're just gonna take it one step at a time we're gonna take it one step at a time but i wanted to start off this episode with that because i see you guys in the comments my heart goes out to you guys I pray for you guys. I want you guys to have what me and my friends have. And I'm so excited to create a space for you guys to be able to experience godly community and have y'all know I'm all about having a good time. Like it doesn't have to be boring to love God and love Christ. So I'm excited for this. Um, I'm going to be looking up different spaces today and the Eventbrite link will prayerfully be up by the end of this month. I'll be giving you guys like weekly updates but yeah, like in the day, 11-11, bay night. Okay, I've been hearing y'all prayers for godly friends and we here. So that's what I've been. Y'all been DMing me and bullying me in the comments. That's what I've been doing, okay? Praying on y'all behalf and waiting on confirmation for this. And now it's here. So I'm so excited to see what God does. Now that y'all know where I've been, since y'all been checking me like y'all my man, can we get into today's episode? Okay, we coming from the book of Jonah chapter two. And Jonah chapter two, subtitle is Jonah's Prayer. So y'all already know Jonah tried to run away and God caused a whale to swallow Jonah up. So the last sentence in Jonah chapter one says, now the Lord provided a huge fish to swallow Jonah and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Verse one in chapter two says from inside the fish, Jonah prayed to the Lord, his God. He said, in my distress, I called to the Lord and he answered me from deep in the rim of the dead. I called for help and you listened to my cry. Verse three says, you hurled me into the depths, into the very heart of the seas and the current swirled around me. All your waves and breakers swept over me. Verse four, I said, I have been banished from your sight, yet I will look again toward your holy temple. The engulfing waters threatened me and the deep surrounded me. Seaweed was wrapped around my head. And it's just like, don't be complaining to me about what happened to you when you was being disobedient. It's the audacity for me. Verse six says, to the roots of the mountains, I sank down. The earth beneath me borrowed me in forever. But you, Lord my God, brought my life up from the pit. 
Verse 7 says, when my life was ebbing away, I remembered you, Lord, and my prayer rose to you to your holy temple. And it's like, don't say you remember, you ain't have no choice but to remember me. And it's just like, God, I spent so much time praying because y'all know we be just like Jonah sometimes. Like, God, I've been faithful. I've been praying. I've been fasting. Yeah, because you want something. You're doing that because you want something like BFFR. Like, don't act like you just woke up today and decided to be so disciplined, obedient, and consistent. You want something stinkable and I know you do so verse 7 says when my life was ebbing away I remembered you Lord and my prayer rose to you to your holy temple verse 8 says those who cling to worthless idols turn away from God's love for them but I with shouts of grateful praise will sacrifice to you what I have vowed I will make good I will say salvation comes from the Lord it's like it's more audacity but I with shouts of grateful praise will sacrifice to you you only doing that anyways I will say salvation comes from the Lord. Verse 10 says, and the Lord commanded the fish and it vomited Jonah unto dry land. That honestly reminded me of like when you break up with somebody and they texting you all this stuff, trying to make themselves seem like the perfect person. It's just like, baby, we only in this circumstance because of what you did. You got us here and now you got all the words to say. So why you did what you did? Anyways, anyways, let's get into it. So the first thing that God showed me when I was reading this was the last verse in chapter one, where it says, now the Lord provided a huge fish to swallow Jonah. And when I read this, I circled the word provided because we like to talk about God providing the things that we pray for. But what about when he provides pain? What about when God provides something that you didn't ask for? What about when God provides something that breaks your heart? What about when God provides something that causes you so much pain that it feels like you've been wasting your time praying? We talk about God being a provider. And every time we say that God is a provider, we're talking about our answered prayers. We're talking about the good things. But what God is showing us today is sometimes I provide a huge fish that's going to swallow you. Sometimes I provide determination. I'm the reason you got fired from that job. Sometimes I provide the breakup. Sometimes I provide the backstabbing. I needed her to backstab you because she was going to tear you down in the future. I had to allow it to play out how it played out because you didn't know that that person was going to stop you from getting to your purpose. What about when God provides the pain? We never really talk about that, but God is showing us today. We hear a lot about Jonah being swallowed by the well, but this verse says that God sent the well. God provided the well, which means God intentionally placed the well there, allowed the well to see Jonah, allowed the well's appetite to rise up so that he can swallow Jonah. God says, sometimes I provide the pain because I know the purpose in it. And I'm so happy that God allowed me to start with this point because as I think about it, we all have our own different types of pains or our own different seasons of pain. And when we experience that pain, it feels like God isn't a provider. It feels like our prayers aren't being heard. It feels like we're in the wrong position. God, maybe I'm not in alignment with you and your will. Maybe I stepped out of line. Maybe I did something wrong, but God says sometimes that is the case and sometimes it isn't the case. Sometimes you are in alignment and I still provide the pain because I know the purpose that it's going to produce. So God said, do you say that I'm a provider? Don't only look at me as a provider with the things that you want. Don't only look at me as a provider for your answer prayers because sometimes I provide pain because I know the purpose that's going to be produced through it. But what we like to do is allow the pain to stop us from praying. But I pray that this episode causes a mental shift from you because when you understand that God provided the will, God provided the heartbreak, God provided you losing that job, God provided you losing that. When you understand that God had to allow that thing to happen, 
It can change your perspective and you say, God, I may not understand, but I'm going to pray so that I can get some clarity. I'm not going to allow the pain to make me stop from praying because I understand that you take possession of the pain. I understand that you command the circumstance. I understand that you are in control of the situation. It wasn't that this well just came and took Jonah and God was shocked by it. God commands the circumstance. He understood because he allowed it to happen. It says he provided the well. Whatever your area of pain is, whatever well is in your life, whatever mountain is in your life, whatever setback is in your life, whatever storm is in your life, God says it's one of two things. I either provided it or I allowed it. The second thing that God allowed to stand out to me is chapter two, verse one, where it says from inside the fish, Jonah prayed to the Lord, his God from inside the situation. I mean, inside the circumstance, I mean, inside the fish. It's when the shift happens. That's when everything happens. He was trying to run away from God until he got in that fish. You wasn't really praying as much as you are now until you got in that bind. You wasn't really on your face as much as you are now until you got in that situation where you lost your job. You wasn't really going to church until you got in that situation where that relationship ended unexpectedly. You wasn't really in the presence of God until your friend caused you pain and now you can't call her so you gotta call him. God said it's from inside the situation where the situation shifts. So I know that you know that I am the type of God where I can take you around it or I can take you over it or I can remove it. But there's something that happens when you're in the midst of it. There's a shift that happens in the situation. It says that Jonah cried out to the Lord from inside the well. So from inside the doctor's office, you got a little bit more faith in inside the family drama. You understand the power of breaking curses and inside your lonely and depressed seasons. God showed you your worth. God said, I need you to know that I allow you to be in the midst of certain situations because that's where the shift happens. You wasn't going to shift and change your perspective if you never went through it. You wasn't going to shift and change your perspective if you was never in lack. You wasn't going to shift and change your perspective if they never turned their back. God said, I allowed you to go in that situation go through that situation because that's where the shift happened and as we continue to read verses three through nine we hear how the shift happened we hear how Jonah said I remembered you Lord my prayer rose to you we hear how Jonah said with shouts of grateful praise I will sacrifice to you don't that sound like us when we be in our prayer closet don't that sound like us when we crying don't that sound like us when we on our face this is what's happening to Jonah in the midst of the situation in the midst of the circumstance he's crying out to God and we all can relate to that and God said that's why I allowed you to get in it but God is so good because the third thing he allowed me to see is verse 10 where it says and the Lord commanded the fish and it vomited Jonah unto dry land the Lord commanded the thing that he provided he commanded the problem that he allowed he commanded the situation that caused the storm in your life he commanded it and it says it vomited Jonah unto dry land now, I could go into detail about how a well is going to vomit something on a dry land. Like, how did the well make its way to get Jonah to dry land? Because that's just the type of God that we serve. But we're not even going to go deeper to that today because a well is in water. So how did it vomit him on dry land? He really had to go out his way to make sure Jonah got to that dry land. But that's not what we're going to dive into today. Because what God allowed me to see is the fact that it says that the well vomited Jonah. So then I went on Google, y'all, and I literally typed in what happens when a whale vomits. What, what, why I couldn't just say he spit him out? Why did he have to vomit Jonah out? And I'm going to read to y'all verbatim what Google says. 
When food or bacteria gets lodged in the whale's throat and digestive system, it irritates its digestive tract. It causes it to vomit the trapped food slash bacteria out of its mouth to clear its throat for other foods and prevent the whale from losing its ability to swallow slash digest its food properly. Y'all, I'm going to try not to get loud because I know that I'll be screaming at y'all. I'm so sorry. I just be getting passionate. That's all it is, baby. I'm passionate, okay? Y'all, when I read that, it said the whale vomits so that it can properly digest other food, right? What God showed me is God said, I will irritate the problem that I provided to get you back in position. I will irritate the thing that I caused. I provided the well, but the well's digestive system was so irritated that it had to vomit out Jonah because I was ready for it to come out. So don't give that circumstance too much power. Don't give that problem too much of my power. Don't give that job too much of my power because if I need to get you where I need to get you to, I'll irritate that thing. I'll irritate the thing that I chose to irritate you. I'll disrupt the disruption. I'll call y'all. Oh my God. (laughs) Y'all, God said, I will disrupt the disruption that I sent to disrupt you. And when I'm ready for it to be reversed, when I'm ready for you to get back, when you, when I feel the shift happens, I will cause the thing that was working against you to be controlled by you because now it's gonna work in your favor. I will give you authority over the thing that was against you. I will disrupt the thing that disrupt you that I called to disrupt you. I know in one point of the season, I allowed that thing to cause you problem. I know in one season, I allowed that thing to cause you harm. I know in one season I allowed that thing to swallow you up but that's because I wanted the shift to happen but the minute that the shift will happen I would disrupt the disruption. Google said if it does not vomit it will lose its ability to swallow or digest food properly. God said to that well if you don't spit him out you won't be able to eat anything else. You won't be, I bet you won't swallow nothing else. I bet you won't. Y'all, when I was younger and adults or people would talk about hitting me or anything like that or mess with me, my mom would be like, I bet you won't mess with nobody else. After you mess with that one, I bet you won't mess with nobody else. After you swallow Jonah, if you don't, if you don't spit out Jonah, you won't be swallowing nothing else. Google says it disrupts or it disturbs the digestive tract of the well and it has to vomit it out if it does not want to lose its ability to be able to swallow or digest food properly. God said, when I see the shift that happened, that situation that looked like it was against you, I'll come against that. I'll come against that when I'm ready for the situation to change around. So don't give the circumstance too much control. Don't give the problem too much power because in my perfect timing, I'll give you authority over the thing that was against you. It had to spit Jonah out or it wouldn't have been able to ever eat again. Get me up out of here because my father said so. Which leads me to the last point that God showed me. The pain needs permission. And I know you listening to this podcast because y'all be clinging to this podcast because you need a word. It's not me. Trust me. I know. Y'all, it ain't me. It's not me that you you come in here because you need clarity. You come in here because you need a word. You come in here because you need some type of hope. You come in here because you need some type of direction. You need some type of wisdom. And I understand it's not from me. I'm just a vessel. You come in here to hear God and God is saying today, the pain needs permission. What you going through, it needed permission. And if I allowed it, it's because from the inside of 
it. There's going to be a shift in you. But I need you to understand when the shift is complete, I will disrupt the disruption and I'll make it work in your favor. But you can't lose your faith because God wants you to remember that the pain needs his permission. So today's seed is, it's actually working for me because one of y'all favorite questions to ask me is how do you have so much faith? And it seems like you never get down. And it's just like, well, baby, I'm human just like you. But the difference is I understand that every bad thing that has ever happened to me is actually built me up to be better. So when circumstances, situations and wells pop up in my life, I say, God, there's must be a shift that has to happen. I have to view this from your perspective. I have to see it with spiritual clarity. So my prayer isn't God take me out of it my prayer isn't God why is this happening to me my prayer is God what do I need to see because I understand the quicker the shift happens the quicker he'll change the situation so my prayer is God keep giving me faith keep giving me clarity keep giving me understanding because I understand that the pain the problem needs your permission And my prayer is what's going to get me through. My prayer is what's going to help me see what it is that you're trying to change or produce in me. Because I realize that every problem, every storm and every well is actually working for me. And you can sow the it's actually working for me seed to dollar sign the Christian Bay or PayPal Zell the Christian Bay at gmail.com. It's actually working for me. Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to be on this podcast. Thank you for each and every person under the sound of my voice. Father God, I pray for their areas of pain, their areas of hurt, their areas of lack, their areas of loneliness, depression, anxiety. Father God, I pray that there was a shift that happened in their mind today from listening to this episode. I pray that they know that you have command over the circumstances that you have to allow it. And if you allowed it, there's some anointing that's going to be produced through it because the pain needs your permission. So Father God, today I pray for a shift in our mental, for us to continue to rely on you and not our own understanding. Father God, continue to give us clarity and spiritual vision to see what it is that you're doing, to see what it is that you're producing and why you're allowing the things that's happened in our life to happen, Father God. But most importantly, allow us not to lose faith in you, your ways, and your word, Father God. We sow that it's actually working for me see today, Father God, and we stand on that We believe in that, not because we have all the answers, but because we know that you are in charge, Father God. We love you and we'll forever praise your name. And we thank you for being a good father. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. I love you guys so much. Don't forget to reach out to me if you know an event space in the broad Miami area or if you're in Orlando Bay. And I can't wait to see you guys on 11-11. I love you guys so much and I'm so excited to see, connect, and experience godly community with you. I love you guys and I'll talk to you on the next episode. Bye.